0: Amanda Grace here with you live. We are jumping on for an urgent broadcast. I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to get into what's going on. Welcome to everybody jumping on in the United States and around the world. Thank you so much for joining us on such short notice. Um, And to our moderators and Ark of Grace team, thank you for getting this together so fast and helping us do what we do for the Lord. So let's open up in prayer, and then I'm going to get right into why we are all on here right now. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are far above and high above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise through your precious holy name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day. Ask you to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord. Father, forgive us of every way we've sinned and fallen short. We praise you. Your mercies are new every single day. Father... We just ask in the name of Jesus Christ that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives so you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He rose again in three days. And after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful, victorious place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne. And we honor that before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, right now, we invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach Kadesh, the Holy Spirit right now, to powerfully move, Father God, that you would saturate the atmosphere, Lord, that your spirit and power and truth would go forth that you would lead and guide me and those watching in all wisdom, counsel my power and the reverential fear of the Lord by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority. Now come forth father in Jesus name, Lord allow us the humble privilege of being vessels of your power. And Father, any censorship, harm, plot scheme, contract, assignment, attack, strategy, weaponry that would attempt to come against us, this broadcast, Father God, what you have given us, I apply the blood of Jesus, I command it be broken, canceled, aborted, destroyed, dismantled, disabled, nullified, voided, their communication lines disrupted so they cannot carry out their plans, and it bound up and cast back to the dry places and areas, Lord, you have designated to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in his place. Lord, you are the righteous judge, Father. You are the righteous judge. You are the highest court. Father, we just praise you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. You are the potter. We are merely just the clay. We are the dust of the earth without your breath of life in us, Father. Lord, we just bring Peter Navarro and his family before you right now, Father. Lord, we appeal to your courts, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, for what is being done to him and his family in this situation, Lord, that, Father, he would know you through this, Lord, that he would know you, Father, that he would come to you right now, that his family would come to you because you are the great deliverer, our strong tower and an ever-present help in times of trouble. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, amen, amen, okay. Why are we on right now? Well, because Peter Navarro today was sentenced to prison. He was actually sentenced to four months in prison uh, because he did not want to um, basically defy executive privilege. Right. Uh, And so this is what this is all about. And it is a two tier justice system. It doesn't matter, you know, lawyers he has around him. There is a two tier justice system in this nation because they have tried to saturate the justice system with corrupt judges, with judges that lean one way that don't, uh, you know, objectively many times look at the law or don't want to, or don't care to, or they're being threatened by somebody else. I'm not saying all judges are like that. There's actually many wonderful judges out there, but this happens, but he was sentenced today. And it has to do with the January 6th committee. So it's no mistake that he was sentenced in January uh, to send a message right after the New Hampshire primaries, by the way, uh, and what went on there. And so what I wanna do here, is go to Acts chapter 12 because I'm I'm going to flow with the Lord here and what the Lord wants to say about this and the instruction the Lord wants to give. And so we're going to go to Acts chapter 12 and I'm going to read the whole chapter because it has to do with what's going on. 12 has to do with government and rule, by the way, biblically. So I just wanted to share that with you as well. And this is what Acts 12 says. Now about the time Herod, the king, laid hands on some who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. So when he saw a corrupt king saw that persecution was pleasing the Jews he decided to arrest Peter. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. When he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him. How many months was he sentenced to? Four months. Peter in Acts 12 is delivered to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out before the people. So Peter was kept in the prison. But prayer for him was being made fervently by the church to God. Verse six, on the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Peter's side and woke him up saying, get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, gird yourself and put on your sandals means tie up your tunic because we got to get the hey, hey out of here. That's what that means. Gird yourself up and put on your sandals and he did so and he said to him wrap your cloak around you and follow me and he went out and continued to follow and he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real but thought he was seeing a vision when they had passed the first and second guard they came to the iron gate that leads into the city which opened for them by itself and they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. Verse 11, when Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who is also called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the door of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent... He described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison. And he said, report these things to James and the brethren. Then he left and went to another place. Verse 18, now, when day came, there was no small disturbance amongst the soldiers as to what could have become of Peter. When Herod had searched for him and had not found him, he examined the guards and ordered they be led away to execution. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and was spending time there. Verse 20. Now he was very angry with the people of, of Tyree and Sidon. And with one accord, they came to him and having won over Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they were asking for peace because their country was fed by the king's country. On an appointed day. Verse 21. On an because I'm telling you, this chapter has 25 verses, which is the very day he's being sentenced. So listen to this, verse 21. On an appointed day, Herod, having put on his royal apparel, took his seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to them. On an appointed day, the people kept crying out the voice of a God and not of a man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give God the glory and he was eaten by worms and died. Verse 24, but the word of the Lord continued to grow and to be multiplied. Verse 25 And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their mission, taking along with them John, who was also called Mark. This chapter, chapter 12, government and rule, has 25 scriptures, which is the exact day, the 25th, that they sentenced Peter. Acts 12 is prophetic having to do with what's happening with Peter Navarro right now. Because Herod began persecuting a corrupt king who was bought and paid for, who hated those anointed of God to do his work, began persecuting because it pleased the stiff-necked people in his land who really didn't want much to do with God and when he did it to james he went to lay hands then on peter and he put him in prison he was sentenced to prison and he planned on killing him but the lord intervened the divine judge the righteous judge the one that sits on the highest throne remember i told you the joy of the lord The justice of Yahweh has gone out into the earth to weigh the matters of men. And in this case, he's put in prison. And then the joy, the justice of Yahweh comes. And an angel of the Lord is sent because God had ordered that Peter must be freed. Why? Because Peter humbled himself before God. He humbled himself in an hour of persecution. This is coming from the Lord. This needs to happen. He humbled himself in an hour of persecution. And the joy of the Lord went forth from the throne of justice of almighty God. And he had him freed and delivered. And the persecutors, the ones, the corrupt officials, the corrupt king, that wanted him put away. What does it say in verse 21 after Peter is freed? On an appointed day, Herod, having put on his royal apparel, took his seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to them. The people kept crying out, the voice of a God and not of a man. The, 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 the corrupt king that was bought and paid for on a seat he shouldn't have been on was now being called a god by the people who claimed to know god but had no clue who god was and when herod did not rebuke the people and say no i am not god i am nowhere near god he didn't he allowed them And his haughtiness and his pride and arrogance. Pride cometh before destruction and a haughty spirit before a big fall. And his pride and haughtiness, he sat there. And he didn't correct them. And because of that, the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh, went into the earth. And an angel of the Lord struck him. Exactly what he wanted to do to Peter. Because what a man soweth, he shall reap. Exactly what he wanted to do, Peter, an angel of the Lord. Because what happened with Herod? Oh, I'm going to ascend. I'm going to ascend above the stars. I'm going to ascend. This is what was happening here. They were making him a god when he was nothing but a corrupt man. And because of that, an angel of the Lord struck him and he died. And that was his judgment for the blood he spilled of James and for the blood he wanted to spill of Peter and for putting Peter in prison when Peter and James were servants of the Lord and were anointed to do the work that God has anointed them to do. And Herod died. Herod died because he wanted to be greater than God. And he wanted to persecute those that God had anointed. And it is no mistake, there are 25 scriptures in this chapter and it is the 25th, the day of sentencing. So you know what this means, that those that are the ones, the Herods that have decided to do this in this hour, because they decided that this would be a good appointed time right after the Iowa and New Hampshire wins. And I had my say about that the other night. For those of you who watched, the Lord had his say. But they decided to do it now. And I'm going to tell you something. If the enemy cannot get to you, he's going to try to get to something you love or care about to intimidate you. And they decided this would be a good appointed time to do this. The Herods decided that. And the second Herod decided to do this to James, then Peter. God issued judgment from his throne that Herod's days were numbered. They were numbered. Was Peter perfect? No, Peter was a very flawed man who the Lord worked on and worked with. And Peter became an incredible defender of the gospel and of Jesus Christ. And right now, in this hour, because of what's happened, God is judging those Herods from his throne. He is judging them. And at the appointed day, they so choose to put on their royal robes and ascend themselves above God, God is going to have his say against them and weigh their life in his hands. And I'm going to tell you, you need to pray for Pedro Navarro and his family right now, and his wife. I have met her. She's lovely. Pray for them. But Peter, the Lord can deliver you from this prison if you will only believe you will see the glory of god and you will see recompense go forth it is god's the battle belongs to the lord it is for god's to recompense it is for you to trust him right now and to fully give yourself over to him because he will redeem this is an hour of redemption. This is a year of redemption. And the Herods that want to persecute because it pleases their constituents, God will have his say on the appointed days as well of whether they get to keep their seat or not. He will. And so I just encourage Peter's family right now to rally in faith because God has a plan. And it is not beyond God to deliver those from chains who fully submit to him. It is not beyond him. God is no respecter of persons. What he did for Peter in Acts chapter 12, he could do for Peter and his family. This is why the word of God says, when we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can say to that mountain, be thou lifted up and cast into the sea and it shall obey you. Because faith is active. Faith is a verb. You have to put it into action. You have to activate it. You have to activate the word of God. This is a spiritual battle that has physical consequences and is producing these things in the natural And this is why you go for the source. You don't go for the net. You go for the source of what's drawing the net in. And you destroy it. That's what you do when you you have these things coming at you. And right now, I just encourage him to really, really seek the Lord and understand that God's ways are higher, and God has a purpose for this, and there is a purpose for the pain, and you know what? The mess will become the message. The Redeemer will redeem those who trust in him in this hour. His court is the highest. He judged Herod the moment Herod laid hands on James. Herod was judged, and once he delivered Peter, the Lord appointed that time for Herod to put on his royal robes. You see, when the Lord struck him, he wanted him to be in his royal attire, looking so kingly, so he could strike him and show those those people, those rebellious people, that Herod was nothing more than a man. He was nothing more than dust. He was nothing more than flesh. And this is what the Lord did and allowed him to put on his royal robes to do it and struck him before the people. Who thought it would be a great idea to celebrate with Herod the persecution of those who God had chosen. So those right now in the highest seats in the land and in the highest seats in the branches who are the Herods who are thinking it's a good idea to persecute right now and to do these things. God will allow you to put on your royal robes before the people, and then he will deal with you. So you better tread carefully, because what you are sowing right now, there is going to be an acceleration of the reaping of the seeds that are sown in this hour. Good and bad. Good and bad. And this was chosen because Herod was going to parade Peter out before the people. That's what he was going to do. Put him on display. And after we've now gone through the Iowa and now New Hampshire, and now he wants to try to put Peter on display and make a show of it. Because I'm going to tell you something. God has called Peter Navarro. God has called that man. And I don't know where he's at with his faith, but God has called this man. And if this man and his family cling to God through Jesus Christ with everything they have right now, they will see the deliverance of God and who he really is. And they will see God redeem and vindicate because vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It is mine. It's not man's. It's mine, says the Lord. The Lord says, you have not because you ask not. His ears are open. He's listening. Ask him. You see, when your source is man, and I'm not saying there's no need for lawyers. Lawyers, you know, are, are needed, and, and, and lawyers in and cases are definitely needed. But they're not the source of the victory. Because when, you're, when man is your source, you're going to get the limitations and the flawed ability of man. But when God is your source, and you go to God for the judgment first, and you go to God for the answer, and you go to the Lord with the petition first, now you're making God your source. And now God can use man as an instrument. To carry out his purposes, because you didn't rely on man, you relied on God. God has to be the source. That's why faith the size of a mustard seed, because it doesn't matter the size of the seed, it matters that the source of that faith is God is petitioning God first, is not going to man for help first. It's going to God first and allowing him to orchestrate the matters of men to help you, assist you, vindicate you, deliver you. That's what it's about. I can feel the presence of the Lord. I can't even tell you how much I'm heating up right now. So, we have to understand In this hour, God, A, is going to expect leaders to give him glory. He's going to expect leaders to put him above them and do it openly in this hour. And B, those that want to be herods and parade on display persecutions. will God has an appointed day for you also, and he will allow you to put on your royal robes first to do it because god is long-suffering and he loves his children however there is a time where the grace period thins and the matters of men must be weighed and judged on the scales of justice in god's court because god's justice is different than man's justice and that's why the lord had me say and start saying, at the, at before reawake, the last reawaken America, the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh is now coming into the earth. It is an appointed time for it. And that's why you see these things happening. And I'm not saying this is an easy thing to go through. But I'm saying the Lord will vindicate and redeem this situation and work all things together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. If man will cling to God as their source right now and humble themselves and do that and really seek God's face, not his hand, seek his face and he will extend his hand because he did it for Peter and Peter was being guarded by two guards in that prison. He also, the number four is in here somewhere. Let me see. So now it was the days of unleavened bread when he had seized him, put him in prison, yet delivering him to four squads of soldiers. It was four months that he was sentenced to. Four months. So the parallels in here prophetically are incredible and he was under all this guard and it didn't matter because God was greater and God delivered him out of all of it because he trusted in the Lord and because his work was not finished. His race was not finished. And I don't believe Peter Navarro's race is finished either. And this is why I implore him and his family to trust in the Lord right now, to pray together, to be in his word, to go to him as your source and tell him what you want. His ears are open right now. He's listening. Tell him what you want. And then have the faith that he's a big enough God to do it. Because you see, Herod did not serve God. And the God that he did serve, God issued judgment against. When he issued judgment against Herod, and the and the gods of Egypt, God issued judgment against every one of them with those plagues. So when the joy of the Lord comes into the earth, and in a appointed time, you will see things like this happening. And what did what was the church doing when this was going on and happening to Peter? They gathered to pray. They gathered to pray together and petition the throne of God. I encourage you to do the same. If it was your loved one, you'd want people doing this for you. Gather together and petition the throne of God. And in fact, we are going to pray right now. And we're going to petition the throne of God because that's what the church did when this went on. And we're all gonna do it together right now. Okay, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord, we come before you. Father, we come before your throne. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our heart and we enter your courts with praise. We will say this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice because you have made us glad, Lord. And Father, we bless your holy name. We praise you for who you are, almighty God, high and lifted up, far above every power, principality and might, the one who sits on the highest throne, for the earth is your footstool. And we praise you, Father, and we give you all the glory, that you are absolutely good and you are a God of righteousness and justice. And Lord, we just bring Peter Navarro and his family before you, Father. We bring this situation before you. And as the church, we petition your court. Father, we apply the blood of Jesus right now as our defense, as we are sinners in need of a savior. And we apply that blood of Jesus right now, Father, to silence any accusation coming against us in your courts. And Father, we bring this situation with Peter and his family before you, acknowledging that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to the earth, and he died on Calvary for our sins and purchased us by the shedding of his blood and made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. And Lord, we petition you now, Father God, for your judgment to go forth, Father. Lord, we are asking in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, for a powerful and miraculous turn, Lord, in this situation in Jesus' name. Father, we are asking, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that your ministering angels and holy angels of all rankings, offices, and divisions would go forth in the name of Jesus Christ to surround his family and him to minister unto him and his family to protect them right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Father, we are asking in the name of Jesus Christ for a restraining order to be issued, Lord. In the name of Jesus, against every foul spirit that is influencing corrupt men in this particular situation. Father, we are asking in the name of Jesus Christ that you, Father God, would judge righteously, Lord. And that, Lord, as you freed Peter from prison in accordance to your word, for you are bound by your word and you are no respecter of persons father that you would work similar in this situation lord father we ask that you be the source of their strength right now your strength is made perfect in our weakness if god be for me who or what can be against me father we ask that is that is spoken to them right now so clearly from you father That you have not left them or forsake them. You have not abandoned them. You didn't abandon Peter in prison, Lord. And that you will not abandon Peter and his family now. And Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, for your judgment to go forth into the earth in this situation, Father. And deal with the motive and the matters of the heart behind what is happening, Lord. That the motive would be exposed. The matters would be made plain. And that Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God, the opposition of the enemy, Lord, would be brought down and the officials that are doing his bidding would be silenced, Father God, in Jesus' name. And would be exposed for what they have so greedily and sadistically, Lord, attempted to do. Father, we just cry out to you right now, Lord, for that spirit of persecution has arisen. And we ask you issue judgment this hour against that spirit of persecution that has risen up to go after who you have called and anointed to do your work. That judgment would be issued, a restraining order would be issued, and that spirit would be sent back to the dark abyss from which it came, Father. That it would be restrained in this hour. That you would issue judgment against it yourself, Lord, as your people are now crying out to you. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ for Peter, his family, and for us. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Cast us not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us, Lord, the joy of your salvation. The joy, the justice of Yahweh. Your salvation and renew a steadfast spirit within us, Father. Lord, we praise you in advance. We activate our faith now, for the word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And we activate that faith now, Lord, in accordance with your word. Deuteronomy 28 says, Though they come out against me one way, they shall flee before me seven ways. Father, let that be activated and sent forth in this hour. Into these situations, Father that your name may be glorified in it and that those may see your hand of deliverance, Father God, and be humbled by it and fully, fully come on to you and commit the path that you, Father God, have called them to walk, Lord. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Oh, amen. Amen. I felt that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So this is what we have to do as the church. We have to come together and do this because when the persecuting spirit rise up, it's the job of the church to raise the standard before the throne of God that sends it back to the dark abyss from which it came because you know what spirit works with persecution fear they work in tandem god has not given us a spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom the fear of the lord is going to fall on the justice system the fear of the lord because that spirit of fear that comes from the kingdom of darkness works in tandem with the persecuting spirit. They work in tandem. They work in packs like wolves do. And so we have to be aware of this, be sober minded and vigilant for the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. We cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And we have to put on the whole armor of God. Father, put your whole armor of God, according to Ephesians chapter six on us today, on Peter Navarro and his family, Lord, in Jesus' name, the whole armor. For the word says we we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God that you may stand. Stand means hold your position because salvation is near. Your deliverer is near. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. I think that's Psalm 30. I think that might be Psalm 34. But many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. We're activating the word right now because it's living and active. And it's a sword and it's a sharp one. And Jesus himself, Yeshua, used the word against the enemy in the wilderness. He used the word and Satan departed use the word. I encourage our family right now, use the word. Go to God as your source first. Allow him to direct the lawyers and direct you because God has not forsaken you, but he wants you to really cleave onto him right now and watch what he does. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. That's all I had to say right now. I can feel it. I can feel the release when it happens. So I actually at 5.30 p.m. I'm going to be on Elijah stream. So if you want to jump over onto Elijah streams, I will be live at 5.30 p.m. with Miss Kelly on Elijah stream. So I hope to see many of you probably in about 22 minutes or so. So thank you everyone for joining us. Keep them in prayer, please. Use the word, the word works. God bless everyone. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, speak the word, know the word, and watch the word of God, which is living and active, go into situations and conquer enemies and territories and bring down strongholds. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, everyone. We'll see you on Elijah streams in a few.